All right, Patrick, um, we have a graphic. We've got a name. Your graphic looks phenomenal, by the way. I love it. It's, and that was all your concept, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, mostly. Certainly the... Uh... The, the multi personality with the with the one leg having the suit and uh, shoe and the other one having the shorts and the running uh, and the sneaker. tattoos because you are I mean that was the thing that I found out about you a couple of years ago when we did the key card podcast you have what twenty two tattoos yeah quite a few insane welcome to the Patrick Polini podcast uh, Patrick Polini is the GM of Fox Five now has a graphic and uh, I'm Sarah Fraser it's and the a Polini Facebook perspective group. and a Facebook group what's the name of the group do we have a yeah uh, you're asking a lot now. <laughs> Okay, and we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> That's coming yeah. soon. Um, so anyway, a lot was happening over the weekend. You were up in New York for St. Patrick's Day. I was. A great time. Well, I was actually out for work toward the tail end of last week, and uh, my daughter was running the New York City Half, which was a fabulous race, by the way, 22,000 oh my God. runners. And, uh, and if you're up... In New York during St. Patty's Day, you have to partake. So, uh, so did you, now was this on? Did she run Saturday or was she it ran Sunday? Sunday? Sunday, okay. Yeah, so I actually had a chance to run in the park on Saturday morning, which was beautiful. Oh my god! I yeah. love running in New York City; it's just amazing. And uh, then we hit some local Irish pubs for uh, St. St. Patty's Day in New York. It's just it's just so much fun. The yeah. parade and. The bars and people are just having a good time. It was it was crisp, cool, you know, weather-wise, but um, it was a sunny. It was just a great, great day. You have no shortage of Irish people up there. No, oh, and you know, I am Italian, but since my name is Patrick, I took advantage of all that <laughs> benefit. I love that. It is a really good holiday. It's one of the best. But we were talking about this because you were you'd found some story too about binge drinking, which I thought was interesting because we hear so much about opioid addiction now but this story was pretty fascinating yeah so i actually uh, i think sunday late afternoon when i got off the amtrak train back from new york i started counting how many drinks i had since you know late in the week and i and i saw this article by um what's her name hold on it was in forbes uh by alice walton and it was a study done about what is considered a binge drinker and how many drinks per year is considered excessive and um, it was done by the CDC, and they said that um, the average binge drinker, by definition, is four per occasion for women, Okay. five for men. Okay. And if that occurs multiple times a week... You're, you're essentially a binge drinker. Yeah, basically it said 470 drinks a year is excessive. And I was just like, I'm a binge drinker. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was going to say... We need the conclusion of this. How many drinks do you think you had from the time you were in New York through St. Patrick's Day? Probably as many as tattoos I had. I think <laughs> I had a drink for each tattoo. But the uh, I was like 470, so I started adding. I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, that, I might hit that by you know September. Why do you think that? Because um, I was reading that article too, which was fascinating. Basically, talking about more people than ever are drinking, and is it mental health issues? Are people so stressed, you know, by life and society that they're drinking more? You think that's it, or do you just think it's just like I don't know, such a natural way to I socialize? Don't Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to make light of drinking. It's it's a serious illness for certain individuals. <clears throat> I drink socially. I don't have a problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm aware of. Uh, no, I, but. I think people are being more social. I think it's, it's you know, I mean, I'm a big craft beer drinker. So yes. with all the opportunities now to go to, to go to breweries and enjoy that. And I mean, Maryland alone has so many 
terrific, you know, uh, uh, craft beers. So I, I think that's part of it. But at the same time, I don't know. They said 17 billion drinks are consumed in the U.S. per year. I mean, it definitely seems like there's a... I'm just fascinated as to why the rise in a lot of this. You know, yeah. is it mental health? Is it stress? Is it because, you know, here in the U.S., it's so much more of a work? I think it's some stress. I think it's, I do think a lot of it is social. I think people are more, they go out. And, and I do think with people moving into the cities more, you don't have to drive. You could just bar oh, hop. You could go out for a couple here and there. I know with, you know, we're empty nesters now, and I know we're more social than ever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. no, I mean, no like, kids, why not? Tuesday yeah. night, meet you for dinner, a couple of drinks. Wednesday night, hey, I'm going to go for a run and have a drink. You know, yeah. sa- you know, midday Saturday. Oh, by the way, day drinking it- is amazing. <laughs> I saw your tweet about, uh, or your post about mimosas. Oh my God! Yes, they are. Mimosas are so dangerous, right? Don't they get you in serious trouble? You're at brunch. It's 11 a.m. You're like, oh, I'll have a couple of mimosas, and then of course, everywhere now for brunch, it's bottomless, right? And then you're like, by 2 p.m., you're texting someone, "Are you up?" Exactly. (laughs) Like it's just totally like it goes so completely left. Yeah. Although as I get older. By four o'clock, I'm like done for the night. If you day drink, oh my god, yeah. As you get old, please. the rallying gets harder and harder. Yeah, the next day, or even that same day, <laughs> like uh, or even at seven uh, o'clock. We had dinner reservations. Let's grab a slice of pizza. We're going to bed. <laughs> done. Uh, well, there were a lot of good political stories yes. that you were commenting on over the past week, too. So we have Hillary Clinton to get to, and then also um, this whole Mueller-McCabe. The McCabe firing, weren't you shocked? Two days before the guy is set to retire. Isn't this like everything anti-Trump is no, about? No, 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 You're reading total... First of all, they had to fire him before he got his benefit. The FBI themselves recommended that he be fired. Officials at the FBI recommended he be fired. But why would you fire a guy? Okay, I'm sure his. Why did you? Why did you uh, charge Michael Flynn with lying to the FBI? Because he lied to the FBI, and maybe McCabe did. Well, that's true. It is but, yet like, to be like, determined. You know, we, but... we don't know. But you know, I was reading some articles, and by the way, in Politico, and they were they were, they were saying, listen, even Adam Schiff, who is very anti-Trump, said he may have deserved to have been fired. It, wow. So, I mean, yeah, it, that's, you know, the media jumps on it all oh, two days before. But if they needed to prove a point and, and he was lying or wasn't, can't, you know, wasn't having candor with, with um, the issues that uh, they were investigating or, you know, he ma- manipulated facts or whatever, um, they felt they needed to fire him. Now, can you, uh, so when this happens, like when you're fired two days before you're set to collect your full pension, do you just not collect your full pension or you end up, most people end up fighting that to then collect? Well, it's interesting because the article in Politico, which I'm referring to, set the headline is Little Legal Recourse for FBI's McCabe. So apparently he doesn't have a lot of recourse to fight this. Now, mm-hmm. there may be some legal avenues that I'm unaware of. Um, I know he appealed it to the highest levels at the FBI. I don't know where that stands. Um, but listen, I you know, immediately everyone blamed Trump. This is retaliation. You know, you know they all jumped on this. But it seems like the more, you know, articles and, and, and the more uh, even partisan look at this is that he may have deserved to have been fired. Um, there are also reports that McCabe was a detailed note taker. Do you think for the Trump administration, administration that's a 
an issue. I mean, apparently, you know, McCabe kept very detailed notes possibly, of any... Possibly. But it's interesting how the media, and when I say the media, the national media, like, that's the headline, right? As if we're supposed to automatically believe there's something bad there. The, yeah. Right? Well, you're definitely led to believe that. Of course you are. Right. That's every headline with this administration. It's, it's painted in that there's something bad. And you don't know that. Okay, so he, he kept great notes. I mean, listen. Yeah. Trump fired Mueller. I mean, uh, uh, Comey, and he knew he was taking notes. You know, I, you know. Listen, you we, we, you could be partisan on this issue, but but the longer this goes on with Mueller, like finish up this investigation now. Just finish it up. The country right. wants it finished up. You've been looking at this for a year plus. It doesn't appear there's any signs of collusion, even though. You'll have people, pundits, saying, well, you had Manafort and Flynn and others. Well, they have had nothing to do with collusion. Right. A lot of it is fraud and financing. That they were doing on their own accord. Correct. Right. And in most cases, prior to Trump even being elected. Right. So it was interesting. I I sent you an article, New York Times, 1988. I found this very fascinating. The headline, White House all-out attack on Starr is paying off. Because all you're hearing now is Trump attacking Mueller, Trump attacking Mueller, he wants him out, Dems want protection from Mueller. Attacking an, a special counsel, it's part. Of, it's always been done like this. Right. But you know, again, you won't hear, you know, I mean, this is the New York Times in 1998 writing an article about how the Clinton machine and the Clinton White House like went after Star hard. Right. So, um, I, I just find it comical. Like just, and it's amazing that it's cyclical, but it doesn't. And I'm not saying don't report it. Again, I, I want to be consistent, but put it in context right. to the history. This happens all the time. The Clintons did it, and now Trump's administration is doing it. Right? Discredit, right. discredit. The, you know, the the operatives come out. They go on all the media shows, and they try to hammer now. It might be the first time where the president himself is tweeting specifics about the special the special counsel. Okay, so we've we also crossed the line with Trump on, right, a, on right, a lot a long of time ago. Days. Yeah, right. And the Clinton administration didn't have Twitter and didn't have social media to right. the magnitude that yeah we do now. Um, do you think though, if Trump fires Mueller, that's he'd be he'd be it'd be idiotic and. It'd be the, the I think it'd be the biggest mistake. Uh, I think it honestly would end his presidency at some point. Really? Because I was just reading an article. Well, CNN article. If you truly about- believe, it, you know, listen. He said he has said a thousand times. There's no collusion. Right. There's no crime. Let it play out. It, just let it play out. Now, I hope Mueller has the integrity that everyone says he does, and a lot of this, you know, chatter around it is really just chatter, and he's truly doing a fair investigation? If so, Trump has nothing to worry about. Now, if he starts crossing the line or he's just looking for something, right? well, then I think you're going to have an issue. Yeah. I mean, that'll be what's interesting, because there's a lot... Again, it's a ton of speculation that that is, in fact, what he's getting ready to do next, which I'm with you, would be crazy, I would think. And if there doesn't, you know, so far it seems like maybe they're just taking their time and investigating. Maybe they're really not coming up with anything. So now there's, you know, delaying it, delaying it. But it does need to end, though, now. 
Yeah, because I mean, how many months has the investigation been going on? It's got to be what eight, nine? I think it's almost a year now. Almost a year. I'm not. I'm not sure on that, but I don't know the specific date it started. But it's it's approaching a year. Um, the one other political story that I was I'm curious to see your opinion on is Hillary Clinton. Of course, has been uh, she issued an apology <laughs> on her Facebook page. She's been getting a lot of backlash for some comments that she made to an Indian newspaper, essentially stereotyping states that voted for Trump, um, and then also essentially attacking women that voted for Trump as saying that these women really are just listening to their husbands and are not voting independently. Well, yeah, she said states that voted for her were more economically advanced, and then she basically said the women who were in the states that vote that didn't vote for her listened to their husbands and bosses and so forth, and then got completely crushed by both Dems and Republicans and then says, oh, I didn't mean any disrespect. You're so full of it. No, seriously. Enough. Look, look, she, like, she's totally annoying and needs to go away. Now you know why she lost. She's out of control. And I'm sure the people in her own party are saying, shut up. Stop talking. Go away. Go go in the woods. Do like, go, in the wood, like, go walk in the go woods. Go walk your dog. Like do something. But, but why just, do you think she's not? You think she's just so bitter? She's so bitter, so distraught. She still can't get her head around because she doesn't listen. Hillary appeared to me the type of never blame herself for anything, never take responsibility, never wanted to be accountable for anything. Never would apologize, and I just think she's the type of personality that she just can't believe she lost, and she's just continuous, continuously trying to find excuses why she lost. But to disparage these individuals who voted for Trump versus her in the way she did, and then to come out and say, and by the way, she did it in a foreign country. Okay, why? what does that mean to you? Why? Because... U.S. politicians, dignitaries, ambassadors, whatever you want to call them, shouldn't shouldn't put down their own country in on foreign soil. I I I believe that. Oh, right? I see what you're saying. Okay. And, you know, she's in a country, by the way. Women don't have a ton of rights, right? Right. I mean, not to the degree that they do here. And you know, she's putting down women who voted, you know. Um, for Trump versus her. Yeah, basically right? saying that they're... And, and by the way, ripping Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. And by the way, some states who have Republican governors who are doing very well. Compared to states like, no offense, New York, California, even Maryland here, who, you know, Maryland's doing a little bit better because they do have a Republican gov- governor, in my opinion. But you have some states, these blue states who are... I said it last week yeah, about California. Yeah, California being... Broke, high yeah. taxes, you know, high pension costs... You know, struggling school systems. So she better, you know, check herself a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, she does seem like she's sharing her opinions. I mean, she still has tons of supporters who want her. But then out don't there say I meant those. Voice. Then don't come out and say I don't. I, I meant no disrespect. Own it. Well, I agree that's with you. That's with people why not, today. Why not if that's what it. you believe, say Pennsylvania is a bunch of idiots for voting for Trump. Right. Right. The people from Wisconsin who voted for Trump are morons. Come out and say it and own it. But don't throw it out there and then, oh, you know, two days later. Long, I, issue I this meant, long I meant no district. Oh, and by the way, I love that the line is, um, wait, how did she? I understand how some of what I said may have upset people and been misinterpreted. Really? <laughs> how, how do you misinterpret what you said? 
You basically call people from these states dumbasses. I'm with you. I don't know why people don't stick by it. I mean, just right, say just that's how you feel because that's clearly how she's she feels. I mean, of course we hear from her every couple of you know months. And I mean, she called them deplorables during the election. Right. She. Fe- this is a consistent theme with her. This is what she believes. So then own it. Yeah. No, I think you make a good point. I mean, her meddling in the DNC was enough for me. I mean, and I, you know, look, I mean, I'm always telling you, I'm like an independent, you know, I'm all about that. But I think when you heard, you know, that Donna Brazile investigation and how Hillary Clinton and that whole, uh, her whole administration kind of meddled in that. And, um, you know, oh, so were, I said this to you before. I think if Joe Biden runs, he probably beats Trump. Yeah, I know. You do? How But Joe Biden's going to be so old. No, I'm talking think? about. Oh, if. if yeah, okay. The election we just yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know about going forward. Yeah, you're right. They're both well, but Trump's. They're both I mean, he's about almost the same 80. age. Oh, is he that old? Well, he's yeah, he's like 76, 77. I mean, he looks good. Trump's 72. Yeah. How well, old's Bernie Sanders? 90, 91. I don't know. He looks so <laughs> I know. He does look 91. I'm kidding. Right? I don't think he's that old. No, I know, but I don't know. They seem to have. Hey, people don't seem to mind the age, no. I guess, as much. So, um, speaking of, of kind of holding your opinions and speaking your minds, you and I both watched um, over the weekend because it came out Ricky Gervais's yeah. Netflix um, comedy special, which is getting absolutely killed. Loved it. Because. <laughs> Lo- absolutely right, loved it. Right. Uh, transgender community is very upset because the first, what, 10 minutes is all about Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. Um, so they're like, enough with the transgender jokes. Which doesn't he seem a little... I mean, come on. The, the Caitlyn Jenner thing is a little old. Like, why are well, they he, still... He, he was talking... He opened up because he got... He told a few... He told the same joke at the beginning of the Golden Globes in 2016 right. and got crushed for it. So that's how he opened up. Uh, you know the special this time, um, but anyway, a lot of people. But it, his whole premise was that there's a joke, and jokes have to be analyzed in context. Who's the target? What's the issue? Is it ster- You know, it, 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 are you? <clears throat> is the joke about stereotypes? And um, it, but then he he did go on about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's getting destroyed, but he is a person that doesn't care. I no. mean, he's he's tweeted out several con- well, not I, controversial. The, the under, I like the underlying theme of the entire. First of all, I thought it was funny. Yeah, he is really the, funny. The second, I, I really like the underlying theme about the outrage on social media. Yeah. And how, you know, people just need to check themselves. And a lot of times now, it's not about the fact. It's about who says the fact. So even though, even though, you know, Patrick Paolini's giving you a fact that's actually a fact. You don't like me. You don't like what I stand for, so therefore you don't believe the fact. And you criticize the fact. And it's just that whole social media outrage that we've talked about before on this. Yeah. It's it's out of control. It's Uh, absolutely out of control. Yeah. You see, I mean, even the Jim Carrey thing, right? That we were, uh, you know... But I'm like, these who people cares? are. But they're insane. He you know, put him with Chelsea Handler. Put him with <laughs> no, like they're they're just I like, like I'm, no. <laughs> That's like a good crazy. I mean, she's a, she's really nuts. Yeah, she's a lot. Yeah. And she does a lot of drugs, but she was funny at one point. Jim yeah. Carrey was funny at one point, like great actor. Great. But don't you think after a while you get tired of doing that? It's like okay, fine. I'm an actor. I'm a prop in this movie. But then they want to share their true beliefs in politics. So, okay. so why were people so upset about that Sarah Huckabee Sanders picture? Well, because if I, here's the thing, I, I think why people get upset now is because it's it, if a Republican actor. There's not many of those. <laughs> James Wood, that's like yeah. it. 
did the exact same thing about Hillary or about. Uh, now I can't speak for James Wood because I think he does some crazy things too, and, <laughs> which he shouldn't do either. But I'm just saying, in general, it's accepted. It's okay. It's okay to make fun of Sarah Sanders. It's okay to make fun of these other females in the Trump administration. But if it was done the other way, forget it. But who, I'm trying to think of an example. Who is an example of somebody that attacked Hillary Clinton and, and got so much backlash? Because it seems to me like Hillary uh, Clinton's uh, really uh, fair game. I'll no one it, defends her. Really. I'll give you an example. Well, no, but Hillary, again, similar to we talked last week, Trump has brought on a lot of this stuff. Hillary, without a doubt, has done the same thing to herself. But think about how, as a society, we made fun of Chris Christie, okay. his weight, his size. Right. If you did that with Hillary, would it have been the same thing? I don't know. I mean, I think people attacked her in different ways, about age, about, you know, um, being a bitch, about, be, you know, I mean, there were other things. But the other thing, too, is being like, a liar, like, the like Ricky server. Gervais said, it's like one person tweets at him, and then, you know. You know, he says, I probably shouldn't have engaged, but he did. Right. And then it just blows up. And then it becomes this big, you know, <clears throat> and the media be like, oh, people are outraged on social media about that comment. It's like three people. I agree with you. I think that's a thing. But then that's always fascinating for being in your seat. Like, as a company, I always think when you guys get complaints about a person or a comment that was said on air, is it really that many complaints? Or is it two or three? And then everyone in management goes, well, what if this becomes like three more? Yeah, well, I, I, listen, I think that's up to each individual job. I don't really overreact. But, I mean, listen, this morning, you know, as we're, 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 we're taping this, there's an unfortunate another shooting at a school yes. in, in St. Mary's County. Um, Great Mills High School, which is obviously extremely unfortunate, and we're you know we're in breaking news coverage, and we have some Democratic operative who's retweeting a clip, grabbed a clip of one of our anchors, um, kind of moving on to another topic as the student brought up gun control. Well, if you watch the whole thing in context, we we gave them plenty of time to. Talk, and we always have on this on our shows. So, they're trying to make it sound like what? they're trying like to make you... it sound like a Fox local affiliate uh, okay. cut off a student talking about gun control, which was totally not the case. But first of all, we're in the middle of breaking news coverage, and you know these Democratic operatives are like retweeting it and retweeting it. Steve Shenaby, who's our main anchor in the morning, he like shot right back, like you need to watch it in in, in total, um, and and then you know. You'll see. But but it's just my, it's like, yeah. that's the immediate, that's how they want to get it out. They want to get, the, and Republicans do the same thing. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's just that them seem to be more organized about it. They do. They, they just, they're more organized. Um, we kind of touched on it, but were you, so you felt with the Jim Carrey thing that it was more like if someone had done that. I just about, think it's mean. Like, yeah. like, I'm just tired of the meanness, right? I'm just tired of that type of attitude, right? It's just mean. It's like, just because these people don't agree with... What has Sarah Sanders really done to anyone? Well, I right? think Think about that. She's a mom. She's yeah. educated. She's a mom. You know, she's got a great job. High, high, powerful job. Right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, absolutely. I, I, like, what do... Like, criticize the policy? But, but why are we attacking the person? Right. That became acceptable, you know, at some point. You know, a, a study came out this morning, which was very disturbing, that since 2006 through, 2006 through 2016, teen suicide is up 70%. I know. I read that story. That was so scary. 70%. Yes. yes I tweeted, it, 
it appears that coincides with the rise of social media and the bullying and the and the shaming and the the <clears throat> people have to be accepted on social media it's more important to be accepted on social media than it is what your parents have to say about you mm. yeah that's scary i mean what did you now, think, i don't know like, if there's a direct correlation cuz i'm sure they need more studies but i'm i'm going to say uh, i would bet there's something there were your kids on social media when they were in high school cuz your kids are young they're in their 20s like, they were they were i don't it, yes, it started rising certainly through their late high school years, but not to the degree I think it is now. It's out of control now. Like just, but it's also the meanness now. It's just. But don't you think that we have to learn that it's completely like? It, of course, people are mean online because very few people would ever say that to your face. Right. I mean, it's really, in a way, almost like a video game in some sense. Like, you go on, there are very few ramifications or repercussions for most things that you say and attack people. And in fact, we're even more out there as far as like people that have opinions are the ones getting followers. But then I think there needs to be more education. I think it's incumbent upon right. these platforms to do more when they see bullying or they see, you know, you know. It seems like they could shut down conservative websites pretty quick, but uh, you know, let you know, let somebody bully somebody for you know five days. Parents need to do more. Schools need to do more. Listen, there's a lot of issues. Right, that there's need, a whole thing you could get into. But it, it should it should alarm everyone that teen suicide is up to to, to that level. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree, and I do think there's more emphasis on this being online versus being in real in real life because in real life it's much different than online, right? Like there's people are much kinder, people are more understanding. You know, you get online and it's so black or white right now. There's just no gray. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I don't know the entire story, but Loyola Chicago basketball team was playing Tennessee, and they <clears throat> kept showing um, Sister Jean. Her name was ninety something year old sister at the university okay and they kept showing her showing her she's a huge fan and loyola upset tennessee okay there's a radio host outspoken you know loud radio host <laughs> who who tweeted f sister jean <laughs> and he got killed but then oh my they, god that's terrible but, you shouldn't be laughing at this. but then so he did awful. an interview and he and he explained it and he didn't back away from it at all because they asked him would you like to apologize and basically he said yeah i'll apologize but it was a it was in context of they kept showing her showing her showing her as a tennessee fan i'm like f her like <laughs> like this but it was it was funny in oh my god you have to know right. the show the and that's kind of what Ricky Gervais was saying you have to know the show the context the target he's like of course I'm not saying f her as a a nun right I'm like f her like enough with her we lost like we're sick of you know <laughs> so in in context that is epic oh my god and you know his his radio boss um the, you know did he get fired or no you had to really no, supported him and. It's part okay, of a shtick. But then, this could be a whole other show because isn't that a form of bullying that you're basically saying, not, hey, look, we need to stop? Not if in, in, again, back to the point Ricky Gervais was making. <laughs> I never thought Ricky Gervais would be my, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, my, 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 my moral uh, compass. <laughs> compass. <laughs> no, okay, that's really we scary. Your, we need your list of people that you think no, are crazy. But it, it, the context of it wasn't mean. It wasn't. If you go back and look in the thought and area, it wasn't mean. He wasn't just saying like, you know. Right, right. You know, he wasn't just saying it like it, you were saying it'd be to like, F It'd nuns. be like at a dinner or at a bar. You're like, F, you, you know, like right. stop room for, you know, Tennessee, right? 
Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure he was talking to, like, TNT or TBS, whoever was showing the game, like, enough, stop showing her, right? It's just so, you know, how do you explain that, or how do you, I don't know, how do you pick and choose? I mean, I'm all for, I think, uh, I like I think the, you have to, I think you have to understand the context. The problem yeah. is people retweet it right away. Right. How do you say this? How do you do this? Like, it's, you know, it, it's immediate, and the pouncing is immediate, and... People don't go, they don't look through the chain or they don't go back and really research it. Probably yeah. similar to what people were retweeting our stuff this morning. They just see it and I know. they try I'm, to make their case. That's I'm trying to be better about that. It's actually researching tweets before I... Now listen, I've made that mistake. Yeah, me too. You, you quick and like, hey, you know. And then you're like, oh, that's not really what they meant. <laughs> I just got burned this weekend. Yeah. I put out this cursing um, pastor video, which I thought was hysterical. But then, essentially, people were like, oh, this guy is this homophobic, blah, blah, blah. And they were sending me all these examples. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. well, I'm going to delete that. Yeah. But do do at a little first, research on it, right? <laughs> I was like, this guy's amazing. I want to go to his church. But there seems to be a common theme in you know our conversations and others that this... I think we're at a tipping point, we don't are. you, of I, something I, changing? I really think we are. In the, from, from the media, how they cover stories, we've talked about that. Um, you know, and listen, it, it's like what's going on in, in Austin and now San Antonio, the bombings. Yes. This story was barely covered by many cable outlets after the first few. Now, obviously, it's heightened. The Fe- there was a bomb that went off in the FedEx facility. Apparently, the package was being shipped to Austin, but they're covering Stormy Daniels instead of right. Austin bombings. Like, I, I just think there needs to be a recalibration of everything, what we cover, how we cover it, how we treat people on social media, you know, how people talk. Right. There's this new thing now where um, keep your head up campaign. Okay. Have you seen this? No. What's this? So it's about when families go out to dinner or you go out to dinner with friends, keep your head up. Ah, uh, off your phone. One hour straight at dinner, don't look at your phone. That's amazing. Can you do it? Uh, it would take practice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, unless you're a doctor having to get called to surgery, like, keep, Why? keep your head up. And I know, I, you know, this sounds like cliche and like, like I'm an old man now, but... It's important. Like, you just, everyone, we see people, we go, like a husband and wife, they'll sit down, one will pull out his laptop, one will pull, and they don't At talk. dinner? Yeah, and they don't talk for an hour. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Or an iPad, whatever. Well, you've been married a long time. I mean, I don't know. I could see. If I I'm just talking about people I see who are on dates, like, they don't talk. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Like, it's, you know. It's hard. Um, it's way, hard to talk on a date. <laughs> well, some a date, yeah. Well, some are really tortured. Well, like, obviously, oh, God, if the date's going out. bad, but oh god, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a that's a different. <laughs> That's another show. Bad dates. Our dating advice show. Exactly. <laughs> um, so look, our Facebook group, though, we actually, it, we'll probably have it next week because they're just figuring. Um, I think so, yeah. yeah she graphics, said she created it, but, you know, our uh, our crack digital uh, person, Emily Stone, is has either has created or it will be officially yes. up and running. So we'll have that for you next week. Uh, in the meantime, where can people follow you, tweet you, and we love, like, your topics. So we're always taking topic suggestions. Patrick GM at Fox 5 DC. Perfect. You can follow me at Hey Frage. We'll see you guys next week on the Polini Perspective. Thank you.